two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. I'm just saying, you guys don't have that same thing before sex? I've got a checklist. Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Oh, I knew you had started with this one. I'm so proud of you. BBJ. <laughs> I whipped that eight-year-old's ass. Oh, yeah. Hoo-yah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carl Douglas. Comes the big boss. Let's get it on. Yeah, some way ahead here, but uh, we can't really take long. So, <laughs> so I'm just gonna throw out some random lines. Hello, hello, hello. This is your co-host with the least, Lex. Uh, we are doing a special martial arts episode this evening. Um, we're gonna go around to our table. Um, always run around and say hi but we're going to go ahead and do something a little bit differently this evening because most of our most of the people here uh that are joining us this evening do have some martial arts background of course there's me lex i am currently an orange belt in karate and a three-stripe white belt working on four-stripe hopefully i'll be testing for that soon in brazilian jiu-jitsu um i'm psyched to hopefully get my blue belt this year uh, now I'm use currently... it for something other than target. <laughs> Boards don't hit back. <laughs> uh, uh, and I am drinking a concoction of Coca-Cola and whiskey this evening. Uh, we are going to go ahead and skip right over Art because even though he's... No, go to Art, go to Art. No, 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 no. He, no even, though he's, Art. even though he's half Brazilian, he has... He has dishonored his ancestors. He has no martial arts training whatsoever, and he's probably drinking pickle juice. Or that's or actually you're you're pickle. actually wrong <laughs> on many accounts. You're wrong on many accounts, Joe, for all the shit I say. But uh, but uh, I, I'm gonna play this again because you missed the perfect drop for you saying you're gonna jump over me. You are normally very stupid. <laughs> this time you have devised a very good plan. <laughs> <laughs> all right art what would you like to say uh so uh i am drinking as i was mentioning before we start recording i found a bunch of booze at my parents place in florida that i drove back across the country and i'm drinking captain's table canadian whiskey and it's 42 years old never been opened and it is fucking smooth it is fantastic wow it's only and, two years um, as far as my experience what's that it's only two years older than you. That's right. Just a little bit older. Uh, as far as my experience, I did uh, some of the, the Taekwondo slash Take My Dough back in the day. I think I did it for like a year and a half, two years. Take something like My Dough. I don't remember exactly how long I did it. It's all a bit of a foggy memory. But I think I got to either blue belt with a stripe or brown belt. I don't remember. Um, and our martial arts teacher died. So... R.I.P. Ed Rivera. Oh, sorry, Ed Rivard. Ed Rivard. Wow, I'll just edit that later. R.I.P. Ed Rivard. There you um, go. He died because Art killed him in Mortal Kombat. It could have been. Could have been. Actually, that was a couple houses. Finish over. him. It was really close to where you used to live, Kenny. It was in that shopping center where the Blockbuster was on Mountain. Oh Road. no shit! You were over there, where, like uh, Elizabeth Station. Yep, that's it. Oh so. no, no, Blockbuster. That was uh, that was that was the other. That's not place. Elizabeth Station. Well, no, whatever. People don't know. Elizabeth Station's right next to my house. Suffice to say, yeah, I did a little bit of that. And other than that, I was uh, on the wrestling team in high school for like a high <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, no, I was back in like a sophomore year. Like for a month. Like I said a hot minute. It counts. It counts. <laughs> I said a hot minute. You, know you know how I can prove it? I have my scholastic athlete certificate, which means I was in a sport and I got honor roll that semester. 
So fuck you. And I just want to go ahead and comment since Joe wouldn't make this joke in the beginning. This martial arts episode is it's going to be everybody's favorite who's on here, I'm sure, because they all get to pretend how badass everybody is instead of the schlubby losers we actually are. So let's continue on down the line. Joe, who's next? That would be Uh, let's go with (laughs) me. Producer Kenny next, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys, first off, I just want to say that this is my 40th produced episode. Uh, I am officially the third most annoying person to appear on this show. Yay. Yay. Oh, there we and tonight I am having a karate punch. Oh, it's a uh, it's got some white rum, some dark rum, apricot brandy, lime juice, pineapple juice, and some simple syrup. It's a karate punch. Whoosh. Dance, motherfucker, dance. And uh, as far as, for you there. So as far as my expertise <laughs> is concerned, I was taught by my second degree black belt father and became an orange belt in Taekwondo before video games declared my time. Uh, yes. And since then, I have become an Onyx belt master in Cream of Summoning Guy. So- hey Oh, <laughs> God, I changed the... <laughs> ben, you're the reason why we're yeah. here tonight. Uh, how about you? How, what are you drinking? How, how's... Uh, what- and should hey, I guys. Add- Just remember, yeah. warriors drink alcohol. So what are you drinking, Ben? And should I add that Ben is the only person here wearing a badass gi this evening? Or, or well, all Alice. Like Al's wearing something interesting. No, too. but I, mine's badass. <laughs> Three of us are. Two of you are. Ben. I can. From Street Fighter wears. <laughs> I, I, um, hey, guys. Good to see you all. So I, I started Joe Palonzo's Kenpo Karate in the year 1993. And I stayed with it all the way until the year 2001. So I was there for eight years. That's my only martial arts form, but I committed to it and I got my black belt. I, uh, I tested at a karate camp with a lot of great black belts, 10-3 black belts. And it's funny, there was a 10-3 black belt there that weighed 500 pounds. And when I got my belt, he kicked me in my stomach and it felt <laughs> like a wrecking ball hit me in the gut. And then he said, do it again, you jump back. And he kicked me again. And I, I just stood there shaking for a good minute. And my mom just looked at me with her jaw wide open and I just winked. And she's like, don't wink me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a black belt in karate. I'm proud of that. I got a little trophy here. I did a self-defense tournament once and got first place. And those are my credentials in the martial arts genre. Oh, and I'm pretty damn good at Mortal Kombat, too. Don't <laughs> touch my Luke Kang and get your ass beat. <laughs> what about you, Al? <laughs> all right that's good uh, <laughs> um so yeah my my first uh, foray into martial arts um was um in kung fu northern shaolin long fist style kung fu goes kung fu in baltimore Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Uh, uh, yeah it's interesting because i actually attended three different schools due to the family moving initially in my uh middle school early um yeah middle school days i was at the baltimore location then the family moved to catonsville and i went to two different schools randallstown and Severna park for you Severna park folks there was a goes kung fu in Severna park and um i stuck with it through three different schools uh going back and forth um stuck with it got my black sash in kung fu um and it was one of the most arduous uh, tests. I remember that for our final test, we had to fight two motherfuckers at the same time. So that was kind of like the ultimate test for our black sash, in addition to our forms and our weapons that we had to perform in front of the, the panel. Um, yeah, I also dabbled in, uh, after that, I also dabbled in um, high school wrestling uh, at Mount St. Joseph. Um, and then um, my cousin is an instructor in the Filipino Arnis. So I took some of his courses and um i did some uh bjj but uh it was a little challenging i gotta say i think the wrestling background helped um, BBJ. but <laughs> 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 um i'd love to go i'd love to take bbj again actually bjj again um uh it was uh bbj i so gotta basically you, uh, i'm yeah. sorry go ahead al that's okay and i'm because I just got my uh, booster shot, I cannot drink alcohol tonight. I'm ho- I hopped up on Tylenol tonight, guys. Oh, good. 
Well, they actually, what's for good cause? Actually, glad to see that you are weak and susceptible to small injections, sir. And actually, yes. one of the reasons why I asked Al prior to um, prior to us recording here, you know, how far away he was located from me was I was going to invite, since we're in Maryland, to my jiu-jitsu studio at some point, Gamma, the Grapple Academy. Uh, we would love to have you there, Al. And uh, Uh-oh. The recruitment begins. <laughs> there it is. There Just it like is. any other like, fucking multi-level me? marketing company, <laughs> like so comes company? The, the structure of martial arts. You got to sign up for I'll, six I'll months worth of classes. Uf- I'll be finally invited to your UFC nights again. <laughs> but don't worry. If you sign up, you both get That's two free classes. That's the only way kind. How incredibly kind. <laughs> hey, Art, uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. What martial arts form did Howard the Duck study? Quack Fu. Was it you got it? Con- <laughs> wasn't it Quack Condo or some shit? It was Quack. I think it was Quack Fu. <laughs> ah, sounds about right. All right, y'all. So I'm gonna go ahead and get the ball, uh, get the ball rolling here this evening. Um, speaking of martial arts, because <laughs> hey, that's the topic of the episode. Um, what if if you could be a master in any specialty? What what form would you study and you know obviously you know we we have people here in in ben and uh in ben and now who have you know kind of reached the top in their perspective fields and such but you know if you could pick a different specialty to master in what would you choose so for for example ben when this comes around to you something other than karate all right so as for me, you know, as much as I love jujitsu right now and, um, you know, going to, it's like, you know, I'm a, I'm a three-stripe white belt. Um, uh, I'm actually, <laughs> I've been giving, I've been given the nickname Professor Lex because I'm actually leading a white belt class on Thursday morning held at the kettlebell gym next door. I have to give a shout out to my friend Dan at the Baltimore Kettlebell Club. I thought you were um, going to say, uh, I thought you were going to say Fruit Loops. <laughs> what? But he uh but um as much as i love it and as much as i love jujitsu and you know i hope to get my black belt within the next 15 years i would have to say actually catch wrestling and my reason for this is because it incorporates a lot of different fields and it's really i don't know if any of you all have heard of um i forget his first name i do like apologize as a Japanese gentleman. His last name is Sakuraba. And back in the early 2000s, mid 2000s or so, he became known as the Gracie killer or Gracie hunter, excuse me. Um, um, Up until Sakuraba came around, the Gracies had never, hadn't lost a match in like 50 years of jujitsu, something like that. And in a pride tournament in japan they put up one of the grace one of the gracie kids up against sakuraba um he beat the guy uh the referee stopped the match because he because sakuraba had the guy in a kimura and the guy was not submitting but he was going to rip his arm apart basically (laughs) um so it turned into a whole thing where like yeah you know sakuraba won the match but it was only because of the referee you know the gracies are still on defeated blah 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 can you okay no you're fine go ahead okay um so then he fought another gracie and beat him when his corner threw the talent and then he fought another gracie and beat him and then he fought another gracie and beat him up until then the gracies were basically uh from their dad on down the line were basically viewed as untouchable and Sakuraba whipped their ass and uh you know and his specialty was catch wrestling it just it worked perfectly uh with going up against their strengths and uh I think if you could if you could have something that that not only has wrestling but also has a lot of different uh, other like components as well it's uh if you could be a master of that you you can basically beat the world I whipped that eight-year-old's ass. Damn right. That's what I'm going to say. So, uh, Ben, I mentioned you. Um, if not for your black belt in karate, what other field would you uh, like to specialize in? 
if not for my black belt in Kenpo, I, I love forms like Kenpo, Krav Maga, practical forms that will most likely win you in a fight. But I'd rather be able to just rub the genie lamp and be a master of Taekwondo. I want mm. the stuff that I can show off. I want to do the 720 spin kicks. I want to be able to defy gravity. I'd rather be able to just do some amazing feats and have people, you know, have their jaw drops. That's what I'd love to be a master in. Give me something that I can really show off when no one's even attacking me. And the stuff that you have to work and work so hard to get to. Give me the spin, give me the heel kick, and uh, I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Okay. So Taekwondo then. Interesting. Yes. How about you, Al? Wow. I got I to gotta say, man, some of the best. So you're looking at UFC, for example. UFC pits many different styles, but you, you notice the ones that excel in UFC are the ones that are um, well-versed uh, in um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you got to be great striking as well. So I feel like with the Black Sash and Kung Fu, you're, you have already learned the, the fundamentals of striking. Um, you got to get your mat game in check. So I would say Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, learning those submissions to make yourself an all-around fighter, fighter would probably be the, the best choice, I would say, personally. So Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for me, man. Yeah, I'm telling I mean, you, man, think you... about think about the last Brazilian. So think about the last UFC, UFC champion that didn't have jujitsu under their belt. Well, they they gotta have it because almost well, every single one of those matches ends up on the ground. Some of them, but like <clears throat> Chuck Liddell, for example, the Iceman, he wasn't a jujitsu specialist. He was a striker, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A lot of those guys, though, yeah, always ends they up on the mat. So it. you need to know how to fucking. Of course, yes, yeah, and, and, and that was actually one of the funny things with the Gracie Hunter Sakuraba is that you know the guys would go down to the mat at times and want him to go down there and wrestle, you know, and grapple with them, and he'd be like, "Fuck this," and just kick the shit out of all their legs while while they were laying down there on the yeah. mat. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, if you're a striker, right. you got to play to your to your goals like it joe yeah. if, if you and i ever square up man i'm a striker and you're a grappler and i i, I promise you if you get me on the ground i'm dead no well, you both are lovers totally and it would just things. be a makeout session that's all <laughs> that is and that is actually and that is exactly, see money shot <laughs> and and it's interesting that you say that kenny because one of the things that my coach has said is that you know in a fight you know anyone can land a lucky punch and knock a guy out however so you know even if i become a black belt is that your bjj telling you that anybody can land a lucky punch (laughs) i'm saying understand if i if if i hit you with a punch it ain't lucky (laughs) i I plan that (laughs) i'm saying if we square it up and you knock me out hey it happens but (laughs) if if the match goes if the fight goes down to the mat, I'm and fucked. I have more jujitsu experience than the person that I'm going up against. I'm pretty confident I will be the winner there. That's, you know, that's not the option or anything. Chinese boxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Art. So you are a master of nothing. Art, you are a master of nothing but a month of wrestling. Uh, so, um, so go. So master of Bader. No, what I. It's funny though. What I do remember the most from Taekwondo <laughs> is how to destroy kicks. That's the one thing I remember, and it it happens many times, just instinctually. Like people have just like jokingly tried to kick me for, I don't know, horsing around and I'll put my knee out in a certain way and then they'll whack their shin bone against my knee and then they're really fucking sorry about it. Um, (laughs) Like little shit like that's just ingrained in my memory, but I don't know anything from anything. Um, But the question is what again? (laughs) If what martial art would you want to be a master at? Ah, yes. Uh, I have a humongous heart on for Penchak Salat which is an Indonesian martial art um, popularized by the movie, the raid. Um, it oh, wow. is also known as one of the most lethal. It's just very utilitarian. There's a lot of close up hand to hand grappling, and there's a lot of throwing. It is just uh, it's just bare bones. And it's, 
I don't know. It just looks brutal, but it's also a wonder to watch when you see people who know what they're doing do it. It's like poetry in motion. Uh, so I I am actually quite infatuated with that particular style, and it's not something you run across very often, you know? I admit it's something I've never even heard of up until now. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, All right, Kenny. I'll tell you, those Indonesians, they know, how to, they know how to kick some ass over there. Hmm. Uh, I would say that uh, I'll give partial points to Joe, but um, uh, I really liked what uh, Ben and Al said, so I'm going to give them both half points. Nice. A draw. I, I'm actually, I'm actually a little, uh, you know, because my dad was a big martial artist in his life. He was a big uh, 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 um, Bruce Lee fan, and uh, and so I, I would, you know, go to his class and he would teach it and so on and so forth. So I've always had an affinity for martial arts. So when they, when they speak about it, I, you know, it hits me right here. So that's why I give partial points to Joe. I should give partial points to art too. Everybody gets partial points, but uh, Ben and Al get the most points. Uh, speaking of Ben, he, he, actually, he actually has our next topic. So thank ben, you. what do you have? So guys, we all grew up in the eighties, all of us most of us, and we all saw lots of different kinds of martial arts movies, whether you're Van Damme, whether you're Bruce Lee, whether you're Chuck Norris, whatever you got. I wanna know what movie did you watch that made you wanna learn martial arts? That made you say, I wanna be that good. Whether you actually did it or not is irrelevant. Tell me the movie that really got in your bones and just said like, I wanna be that guy. And I'll gladly start, I have two of them. One of them was the classic Karate Kid. God bless Daniel LaRusso. He I was love a cheater. That. <laughs> he cheated. We'll get into that later, buddy. That movie, because it was it was grounded in reality, though. It didn't have too much Hollywood glitz and glamour. Other than the final kick, it was mainly grounded where a, a kid could use these defenses. So other and, than his other than his cheating. Right, exactly. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> so when I watched the Karate Kid as a kid and that one scene where Daniel was running across the field and the music was blasting and the kids were chasing him. I was like, this movie's amazing. And it just made me want to learn how to be, how to do karate and how to kick some ass like he did. And I've loved the movie so much. I, I'm obsessed with Cobra Kai. Like I'm literally, my blood boils when I hear anything about it and knowing I'm getting season five makes me so happy. So I'm going to say Karate Kid was my introduction to the karate world. And then the movie Three Ninjas made me really <laughs> want to get into it. Those three kids kicking everybody's ass, like one after another. They beat the shit out of everybody. And like when my mom took me out of that theater, I was just like, Aya, 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 like the whole car ride home. Like that made me really want to go for it. And I'm so glad I did. Cause when I watched those movies and I'm just like, I'm so glad I took karate. Cause I did these movies proud. <laughs> so yeah, Karate Kid and Three Ninjas for me. What do you guys got? Who's up? Come on, guys. You got to have something. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll go. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all knew how to do their shit, and they were turtles, and it made it look ex incredibly accessible that if these, these, I mean, they're ripped, but they were not like the most graceful things. And to know that, oh, you could be mm -hmm. a hulking dude and, and you know, do flips <laughs> and, and play with weapons and, you know, fight ninjas. That, that was pretty badass. Um, all right. Uh, Honestly, I didn't really watch very many martial arts movies in the 80s. It wasn't until about the 90s. Um, and in that case, then mm -hmm. I'll have to go with the good old-fashioned fucking Steven Seagal. I'm talking about hard to kill, above the law, like peak Seagal in the 90s. And <laughs> what I did like about his stuff that I did get interested in what he was doing was that his style was pretty simple and again utilitarian using what's in range if it's like a, a pool cue a ball or a bottle whatever and it was also emasculating he would kick your ass and make you feel like a bitch at the same time because he would slap he would punch but he would also just slap you and he would play with you um now you know as steven seagal's gotten to be a lumpy piece of shit now he just sort of sits in chairs and doesn't really do anything watch his movies wow. watch his movies hey, after 2012 that's fat shaming it is, but you know, look, I with love and obesity. Come on, Steven Seagal, you got it. Um, but yeah, so uh, he, back back then in his peak, he had that really fun, emasculating style. So, and I want right, to say, right, quick question for you, please. Oh, my, I want to say, hold on, Ben has a question for the. Sorry, quorum. Lex, 
I just want to ask you, Art, was it the cartoon Ninja Turtles or the movie that made you want to learn martial arts? The movie, dog. The movie. Okay. The movie. Good. Go ahead, Lex. I, I want to say Seagal was, a, was an expert in Aikido. I think it was Aikido, I, yeah. Okay, yeah. Aikido? And, and Aikido actually, or, is, or Kempo, one of those things? I'm going to have to that, look Aikido is really badass because, you know, I've, I've done a few of those moves in my karate class, and it's so emasculating when, like, you know, if somebody grabs your wrist and bends it, you, you know, and you just fold down to like your knees yeah <laughs> from, that's, that's, from, from that was always the thing Seagal would do just grab your grab someone's wrist and twist and they just fall down but yet it is a key no. I'll just look to your, yeah. it will work guys um, I promise you and actually something that me. something that cracks me up about Ben's answer is is uh you know mentioning the karate kid was that Pat Morita uh Mr. Miyagi didn't know shit about karate no he did and not it was, like, <laughs> it was like a shakespearean actor or something he's just like i don't really know this stuff you don't i just finished playing iago what am i doing <laughs> they made him look badass though in the movies though. they so really I, did yeah i think i went and said the line a little bit early but i will say it once again uh boards don't hit back uh bruce bruce lee enter the dragon um pretty much any bruce lee movie because the dude was just a fucking badass. Like, you know, if you're, if you have to slow down your punches because they can't be caught on film, right? You know, that just tells you all that you wow. need. That just tells you all that you need to know right wow. there. And have you guys uh, ever seen him fight? Like, there's some video out there of him fighting. Have you ever seen it? Uh, I, I saw the documentary uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and I saw a stuntman kick his ass. So, uh, I have not seen that shit. I, I I don't believe that. There was okay. There so was nobody a... saw the Tarantino film. That's cool. I saw it. Art. I saw it. But I'm saying, wasn't that an actor, dude? Wasn't that an actor? That's why it was all jokes. He was an actor playing. Yeah. Bruce Lee. Okay, I get it. Okay, now. so like, nobody, no, there's no way to nobody kick. Nobody kicks fucking Bruce Lee's ass. <laughs> it doesn't happen. There was actually a debate. He's almost as fast as I am. I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead. Oh, wow. There was actually a debate a few years ago about, you know, who would win a match between, you know, Bruce Lee in his prime and Jet Li in his prime. And, you know, you know, I'm sure that Jet Li's specialty, you know, you know, that it is built on everything from from Bruce Lee on. But I I could never vote against Bruce Lee. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But but the thing is, is that like, I mean, you know, they're there's a Bruce Lee film and I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but there's a, a great video where he, it's a film that has to do with the Japanese occupation of China. And, you know, you know, the Chinese were looked down upon by Imperial Japan and you know, he walks into a dojo and, you know, at one point there's like 30 guys walking around him all, all with their hands. And like, he just whips all their hands. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's a movie, but I mean, but I mean, <laughs> But the motherfucker, he, he he is one of those guys that, you know, if I was going up against Bruce Lee, I would want to also have a tank at my disposal. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. So I would have to say Anne or the Dragon, because that's the first Bruce Lee film I watched, but pretty much all of his films. Yeah. All right, Al, so what do you have to say? Well, you guys already mentioned a couple classics, and I don't want to <clears throat> repeat and... and, and uh be redundant sound redundant but uh please do instead of a movie that's already been mentioned can i mention a particular athlete that kind of inspired me it it was a sure wwf's wwe at the time wwf's ricky the dragon steamboat Hmm. um he was uh yeah i mean he was the one that i looked up to um i granted yes wwe is is scripted predetermined but he was the one that brought a martial arts gimmick into the world of WWE and um, opened my eyes initially as a kid. Um, So I know technically it's not a movie, but uh, I love that he incorporated martial arts uh, with his whole wrestling persona. And for that, that is uh, what kind of piqued my interest was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Nice, dude. Great outfit, by the way, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. What's that, Kenny? I said, great outfit, by the way, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. If you, oh yeah, no, he, he wore Google the key it. like a yeah. boss, and uh, 
he was Hawaiian, but I, I know he legit legitimately studies. I, I've got some pictures here with some wings and a, and a crown like thing. And for over 50 years, the revolutionary he was, he was blowing fire at some point. Yeah, Blow, okay. he blew fire. Yeah, he, hey, you got you got to hit the bit, right? You got to hit the bit. Yeah, he's just pretty badass, man. Pretty badass. And I have to say, um, as much as I hate remakes and such, oh, very nice. Love get it. Back to, get back to uh, Ben's answer of the Karate Kid. I have to say, what's his name, Jaden Smith? He did a yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. That that was that was one of the few times where I think a reboot was done very, very well. Uh, where uh, the reboot of the Karate Kid, I want to say back in. 2008, 2009, something like that. That was something uh, like that. Yeah, it was 09. That's pretty good film. That's pretty good film. It really right, and truly was loyal to the first one. I thought so. This was good, guys. I don't. I don't really know how to score this one. Um, I, I gotta say, uh, anybody who uh, mentions Bruce Lee is worth getting some points, but that's kind of low-hanging fruit. Seriously. <laughs> One of the movies that I really liked back in the day was Three Ninjas. And, oh, yeah. Uh, nice, dude. That, there was two of those movies, right? Actually, there were four. Were there the, okay. were four. There were two with the original cast. Correct. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the other, the other two, I, I, I had grown over those. But, uh, and you know what? Um, one of my uh, favorite uh, actors uh, that also did movies and stuff like that was Ernie Reyes Jr. You guys remember Yeah, him? yeah, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. He played like Donatello, I believe, in, uh, yep, in that's the right. original uh, yeah, Ninja He's Turtles. He's also fellow Filipino. Yes, so. yes, fellow Filipino. And he was in the second Turtles movie as himself. And yes, speaking... yes, he was. He was in the second. In the, in, uh, yeah, he was. Yep. Just real uh, quick, just real quick. Speaking of actors with martial arts backgrounds, I have to say this. Um, one of the reasons that I'm doing jujitsu right now is I found out that Russell Brand is a blue belt, and I cannot oh, live wow. my life knowing that Russell Brand could kick my ass. BBJ. <laughs> hey, color of belt doesn't mean you can win a fight. That's true. <laughs> it's true, man. I, I, I'm gonna give uh, three quarters points to Ben and uh, one quarter points to Al. Ben, you're really splicing these fair. points tonight, dude. <laughs> Even Ben, who's a dickhead. Is I mean, I would really give him evenly to Ben and Al because both of you guys had great answers. And, and you know, Alan, I mean, I'm sorry, Art and Joe did too, but they, they work here. So, yeah, no one cares about that. Yeah, they, 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 they earn points on a curve. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm probably Art, uh, Art, it is time for your topic. Is it? Oh, um, okay. Ben <laughs> is a dickhead. Jesus. What Joe, the, what the fuck did he say that? Where I don't think I something back. <laughs> wow, Damn, I don't Joe. remember that. <laughs> I think you need to come visit and let Ben, you know, square that up for you. Oh, In man. the words of Terrence and Philip, yeah, dick. Hey, patreon.com forward slash that was disappointing. <laughs> Art versus, uh, I mean, sorry, Joe versus Ben. I'll just be the referee, the one like on a Art celebrity death match. <laughs> Get it out. Yeah. Me and Al will be of the, the little ladies with the, the sign. Oh, yeah, you'll be the what, card what girl. Round it is. Right. <laughs> nice. Oh, right, gentlemen. So here's the deal. You can instantly take on the skills of a famous, famous martial artist, but you have to fight them to keep those new skills. So who would you pick to fight, and how long would that fight last? And... Uh, you know, I'm gonna. Oh just... wow! <laughs> yeah, we're making going. you think. I know, right? No. I'm gonna so much that you're gonna have to repeat that. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll okay, repeat it again. You. I got you. I got so you. You can instantly chat. take on the skills of any famous martial artist, but the catch is you have to fight them in order to keep those skills forever. So, who oh, would you wow. pick, and how long would the fight last? Jesus. And by the way, I should clarify: when I say you get the skills and you get to keep them, you don't get the skills and then fight them. You fight them, and then afterwards you get the skills. So there's that. Uh, oh. So I've already explained how I'm a fan of uh, of Salat. So I would have to go with one of the uh, best practitioners that I know of, Iko Uweiss, who is the lead actor in the Raid films, and he's done a bunch of other movies. Um, he is uh, one of the best practitioners of that form in the world. And the fight would literally last about as long as it takes for him to inhale, 
because he is so goddamn fast. Um, very much, uh, I was reading it very much like Bruce Lee when they were filming those movies. All of the artists had to slow their uh, activity and punches down in order to be captured by camera correctly. Um, so he would, pro- you know, he would probably disfigure me severely. But uh, you know, it would be pretty cool to be badass like that. So, yeah. So wait, I'm confused by your question. I thought you said that you would have to beat the person. No, you don't and... have to beat them. You just have to fight them. Oh, okay. And I'm saying, okay. how long would that fight last? Remember, Joe, we're not about making ourselves look good here. The show is about deprecation. Remember? <laughs> I thought it was about making people think. Well, that too. Uh, it's out here. <laughs> like, who's who would you prefer to kick your ass so you can have their powers later? Yeah, and then I'll maybe get you it. can revisit them and uh, wreak revenge. But technically, I, have, I guess it would be an even match, hmm. so it would just be a stalemate. I have an easy answer, and I don't want to steal Al's or Ben's if they're going to choose the same answer, especially since they're our guests tonight. So why don't we go with you first, Al? Do you have an answer yet? Oh, wow. Holy shit. Uh, there's so All right, many. let's go with Ben. Ben, do you have an answer? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. I do have an answer, bro. Just okay. say, uh, what, say Billy Blanks. Is that the guy who did the... Yeah. Uh, the tight the Tybo stuff. Yeah, that's him. But no, I'd rather I will fight Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, Van Damme. <laughs> you want to be able to do them splits. Yes, and like, like with I the said. Stars. Like I said earlier, I want to be able to do spin kicks. Ah, so yes. I will fight him because he's predominantly gymnast. That's what I heard. That that's so really it nice. It won't be as bad of an ass kicking, I think. Okay, so you won't have a terrible ass kicking, but you'll have some pretty cool skills to demonstrate flashy stuff. Correct. You got it. I got it. <laughs> well, unfortunately for you, Ben, um, Chuck Zito, uh, who used to be a, <laughs> who was the president of the Hells Angels in uh, New York for a while, or at least one of the boroughs of New York, uh, he used to be John Claude Van Damme's bodyguard. And uh, <laughs> one time, you know, after his, his Hells Angels days, you know, which he's completely disassociated himself with um one time he heard john claude van damme apparently say that chuck zito has no heart and chuck zito knocked his ass out Ah. (laughs) you know what to be fair it was probably a sucker punch but secondly how funny is it that somebody who the world would consider to be a martial artist requires a bodyguard <laughs> who then knocked his ass well, out because <laughs> yeah, i'm guessing that the chuck zito guy just walked around with a fucking buoy knife on one hip and a revolver on the other uh, that's the only thing that makes sense to me i remember hearing that lex i remember hearing he got his ass beat by hell's angel so now you clarified it <laughs> and first sure it's chuck zito <laughs> uh, how the story evolves that's why i said him <laughs> like it, like i'm not gonna fight the hell's angel that's not happening <laughs> Al, what are you going to do? You're going to do Ricky Steamboat? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because that's, that's, that's WWE. And you know, as you know, WWE is predetermined. <laughs> Those are just characters. Um, you know, the obvious choice would be Bruce, but, you know, I'm going to go with Jackie Chan. And that's exactly why. what I was going to say. For the comedy? Exactly I love it. Go ahead. He wants the career. He wants the career, too. Don't you? <laughs> say it. The career, too. But I feel like <laughs> once I fight him and he once he kicks my ass, which would probably be, you know, a few minutes maybe a minute, <laughs> but uh, uh, I have a feeling that he would give me the sympathy round the next time we fought. Like he would just so pick if, you up, dust you off, give you a hug and give you some tea or something. And then, and then yeah. And then make my ass laugh. And just throw <laughs> in some jokes. I feel like I wanted to make the experience fun. And then of course, kind of throw in my, you know, feelers for his next movie as well. I was going to let Al have that answer, but I'm actually going to steal it now, or not steal it. I'm I'm actually going to agree with him, Jackie Chan, but for a completely different reason. For okay, you know, I I, I will say, you know, getting your, you know, fighting Jackie Chan would be a very short fight. You know, I I would get my ass kicked, obviously. But the thing is, is that if you were to incorporate his powers, the man is indestructible. You know, how many injuries has he suffered on the set through countless? movies and he always does his own stunts and yeah how badass would it be if you were to go through life just knowing that whatever 
calamity you met, like, I mean, you could walk through. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it, it, it's like, you know, you know, jump off like a five-story building. Yeah, you're good. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, just to live with no fear and um, assuming that Jackie, well, if he does have fear, he sure as hell doesn't show it. But I mean, <laughs> you, you know, just because like, you know, I remember watching uh, Rumble in the Bronx when, uh, you know, when it made its U.S. debut back in the late 90s or mid 90s, whatever it was. And at the end, they had the outtake reel with like, you know, a lot of the accidents he suffered on the set. And I think he had multiple injuries. And, you know, it wasn't just that movie. It was multiple films where like, you know, oh, you know, he would be out for weeks or months at like a time because, you know, he had like a separated shoulder or this or that. And, you know, it was all from him doing his own stunts. So just to so just to walk through life as a six million dollar man, that would be pretty fucking awesome and to also be a great martial art or, or, or artist too as well so i so so i agree with al here jackie chan without a doubt and what say you kenny well uh clearly i'm gonna have to give the points to uh al because uh jackie chan has uh had 10 broken bones in his extensive career on screen That's all. um Yes, that's all. Uh, the most prevalent one was uh, an ankle shattered on some movie. I didn't get that far. I think it's Rumble in the Bronx. Um, and uh, yeah, he continued. He got a cast on it. And the next day he uh, started filming again. Man's a badass. Man's a badass. And I think, uh, and I think in at the last summer olympics that was in china i know that are going to, that the winter olympics are going to be in china as well that uh when he was running with the torch uh you know they had said you know what if someone tried you know just because obviously there's been lots of human right issues in china and somebody said well what if somebody tries to stop you you know as you're running <laughs> as you're running with the torch and he basically basically said let him <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that brings us to actually Al with our last topic. Go for it, and, Al. Uh, and then are are we reading uh, what Ken you sent me? I'm guessing that's what we're reading, right? Way uh, to break the fourth wall. Yeah. Uh, right. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> or you can come up with something on your own. All right. Have you ever had to use your martial arts skills in a street fight? Um, if so, did you win? Describe. The best stories are the ones where people lose, but we'll go with winning <laughs> too. So it's all good. Um, I've I've had to use my for legit fights, uh, fighting or fights in my uh, life. Uh, it happened twice in my recollection. Um, once was during high school. I worked at a retirement community. He fought an old man. We're working, we're, we're working in a kitchen, um, you know, a bunch of high school kids. Um, and I remember, for whatever reason, I accidentally hurt um, one of my coworkers. And his cousin uh, worked with me as well and got very defensive. And I said, hey, man, it's a real accident. Motherfucker took a butter knife. Uh, and pointed it at me. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? And I just kind of just chopped his hand off and he dropped the knife. And then our supervisor came back. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Again, it didn't escalate past that. But, but for whatever reason, I was just I was completely just shocked that he would actually take a knife because I accidentally hurt his, his cousin. Yeah, it certainly wasn't uh, intentional. Um, but I do remember that disarm or that chop, um, you know, that motion that I learned in Kung Fu to disarm a knife or a motion that goes like a hammer, hammer motion from your opponent. So I guess, yes, I did have to use my uh, martial arts skills uh, to defend myself. And you won. And you won. I, I, I don't know if I necessarily won. We both got written up. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't end up with um, a butter knife in your elbow. So that's okay. Right. Exactly. And I was going to say, something tells me that Al is going to have the most badass story here. And the fact that it involves a 
the butter knife is saying a lot about all of us. It <laughs> <laughs> was a legit um, story. <laughs> um, um, I would say that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly new to the martial arts phenomena. Um, so I, your inherent skills work as well. It didn't have to be a fight well, that you got into yeah. later. I was going to say that, you know, I am get. I don't know about street fights because, you know, I, I feel like I'm too old to do that and uh, <laughs> probably too frail as well. Uh, but I do have the itch. I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably crazy, but I do have the itch to perhaps compete at a local. Um, uh, they have like a beer league BJJ thing. <laughs> yeah, they have um, one of my friends who's. 50 i believe he uh he is competing at his first tournament next month at the age of 50 or, or he might be a little north of that get on him. um so he's you know god bless him and you know i think i'm getting the itch i might try that at some point do it now, the, do now, it and record it come on that's prime vimeo like let's let's yes, get some that stuff is cash that, money that's patreon right stuff there. right there Patreon, Patreon. <laughs> so, so, so here's the thing that that worries me about that is because I don't know if I have the killer instinct. And the you thing do. is, you know, one of my one of my really good friends um, at Gamma, um, he's a college football player, strong as an ox. Like, I mean, he can he can pick me up off the ground in like a power bomb gesture with ease. And a very good friend and like you know when we roll and when he rolls with others there you know he's like he's tough but he's not trying to kill you either because we're all friends and his first tourney he competed in he said i'm so excited because i like you guys i you know i'm worried about her hurting you guys i don't give a flying fuck about these guys i'm going <laughs> up against you know so i'm going in there with the mindset i'm going to kill him <laughs> and I mean, you know, and I don't know if I have that killer instinct. You know yeah, what I mean? So he's operating, do. he's operating at like 60 or 70% in the dojo with you guys, and he's ready to rank it up to 10. Well, 100%. Exactly. exactly. But I will say, Joe, I was really excited when you started your story by saying, I'm starting to get this itch. And my brain immediately painted this story about you wanting to go like all Death Wish style, like put on a fucking coat. <laughs> walk down to some seedy bar in the outskirts of Baltimore, walk in and just like scope out the, the degenerate crowd, walk past somebody, Baltimore. bump them a little bit too hard by, by accident. And then get into like a full on <laughs> bar fight with some hobo. That's what I was hoping, but dude, you know. go to Fell's point on a Saturday night, dude. It's too oh, populated. Go. He's got to go to some place. He's got to go somewhere off lock Raven or something. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Up in Towson. Yeah. Oh, art, art. Oh, uh, so uh, um, well, I have no. Uh, so it's weird. The only I've only been in one altercation in my life, and it was uh, before any martial arts. I mean, we did sparring and shit, in martial arts, and like tournaments and stuff like that. But that's you know whatever. But no, the only thing I ever had was just an altercation with like a kid who we were friends, and then we stopped being friends after this. And it was just using innate wrestling. Like, and it was before I tried the wrestling team. I think that's why I decided to try it. <laughs> and then I realized structured wrestling was too much for me at that time. <laughs> but no, it was literally just two kids fucking wrestling in the dirt. And I, I won. That's hot. But I know, right? <laughs> Hold on a second. Where's, uh, damn it. Where's it my, was my usual cue? You, so uh, we got these two prepubescent uh, boys. We're uh, just in the front lawn of his house. <laughs> Uh, he didn't like some sort of horsing around and he decided to charge at me and uh and then i just sort yeah. of turned on and just went crazy and next thing oh you know, yeah dirt yeah and um, yeah you make him eat that dirt that's right ah oh, there you go so now that was it that's the oh. only time um i have knock on wood in my life been very very fortunate that i have staggered and stumbled through some of the worst darkest parts of town in various cities, three to four sheets into the wind by myself. Yes. And nobody has ever fucked with me. Um, and I don't know why, because it's not like I am an imposing person. I just look like an idiot. And uh, yet, I guess people, maybe they take pity on me. So there you go. 
After you look seventh, like a tough guy, though. You look like a tough guy. After seventh grade, <laughs> I was protecting you. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I, I always yeah. had my guardian angel behind me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. So there yeah. we were in seventh. There grade. we were. Too young. <laughs> he was in sixth grade. I was in seventh grade. Now, now Ben, if I, if I recall correctly, you said that you've had to use your skills before in like a tiff or two, correct? Now, he's got warrants in at least three states. So. <laughs> well guys jeff fyi i do have an art fight story that art forgot and i'm happy to share it at some point if you guys are interested oh we might Absolutely. have to talk about that one off air just to see what the dealio is right. no we don't i'm almost <laughs> gonna say go ahead with that do you want to hear my story or want to hear art's no, we want to hear your story we want to hear your story and then we want to hear art's story because right, Art can just cut it if he doesn't like it. <laughs> give me oh, one second. Did write that. In the what chat. do you mean? Give me one second. Go ahead. Go. No, my 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 headphones. Uh, oh, I'm died sorry. out, so I have to uh, oh, turn them off. So so we need to cut all this. Okay, I'm back. There we go. So okay. here it is. I and Al, I'm gonna have to see and match your story, my friend. So I was at McDonald's. McDonald's in Cranbrook, in Cranbrook. I used, that was my first job I ever had. And there was this kid there. He always had something to prove. He always had to prove something. And then one day I was sitting in the break room and he just came over to be a dick. And he pulled out a switchblade and, and opened it right in my face. So I, had, I did the only thing I could think of. He had the knife right here, guys. And I was just like, <sighs> <laughs> That's pretty badass. He bit it. He bit the. He put the wow. blade between his teeth. The sharp part was not facing me. It was facing him. But so I, I, bit, I bit his knife. He was like, he pulled the knife back. Like, dude, the fucking things cut boxes. You're a weirdo. <laughs> but there. I was over by the grill, like frying some burgers and flipping burgers. And he came over. He's like, come on, Ben, and hit me in the arm. He's like, come on, Ben, Scott, come on, come on, Ben, Scott, come on. And like, I, I just looked at him. Like, he kept on doing it. And I eventually was like, stop fucking doing that. And then he eventually, I think I finally like grabbed his arm and like he, he grabbed me and I know I've been trained for this. So I buckled him and he fell. And then he went to get up and I scoop kicked him in his jaw. And then <laughs> he fell again and I, and I knocked his hat off. And then I walked away from him and then he got up and he went to come at me. And I just held my knee up. And then he was just like, ah, and then ran away. Wait, he was like, what? the line and he fucking ran ah! oh good yeah and he and mind you it was caught on the camera so it's like anyone watching will know he started with me can we get that footage and we're trying to start a patreon here it's all gone <laughs> it's all gone but um and i'm just like i grabbed the spatula i went back to flip with the burgers like nothing happened <laughs> oh i was really hoping it was going to be a story about being uh, somebody brandishing a spatula at you or um or you know, in, I'm sure they have reality, to have a butter knife somewhere there. In reality, in the workplace, usually a fight might not last that long because eventually the person realizes they don't want to get fired for this. So that's He'll right. And you also have a grill and a and a fry vat right nearby. So and knives. It could have been a lot worse. And and knives. Yeah. yeah. So there you How's go. that shake out for you, Ken? Well, I got a story to tell. Uh, my encounter is that uh, one time uh, we were in this giant war and uh, I was in a battle with a guy they called Thanos and they, he tried to remove my glove, but uh, he removed it. But I had another glove underneath of it that had everything I needed to do to snap everybody back into life. So jokes on him. I call that snap And Art gets all the points because you're a fucking asshole. That should have been an applause. You fucking... <laughs> That's brilliant. Wow. All right. Sorry. Let's uh, we'll, we'll go back to that. And it's called what, Ken? snap a pedo who wants to I'm hear Art's story? Can, Who wants to hear it? And Ben, share Art's story, please. Absolutely. Art can always cut this. I can. Okay. Yes, I could. We were all 
uh, fucks up. We were all in Hollywood one night. It was me, Art, and a, one of our female friends. And Art had- Just one? Just one, yeah. Art had the quite old, a few drinks one. that night. <laughs> and one guy, he was trying to holler at her, but I think she wasn't interested, but he, 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 this guy also had a couple of drinks and he, was, he pushed it a little too far. So he, he grabbed her by the ass and then Art just snapped. Art grabbed this guy and threw him into a car. Said, don't fucking touch her. Don't fucking touch her. Wow. This is the magic of being drunk. He, ha he I, had this guy. And, I and me barely and the remember this. And then he's like, sorry, dude. Like, sorry, dude. Like, he realized he had gone too far. And so Art was like, don't fucking touch her. This is coming. Yeah, this is coming. I forgot all and about that. he walked that. away. And then we settled down like, wow. And we're like, Art, were you ready to fight that guy? And the art was like, Ben, no matter what happens, a good ass kicking is good for some people. <laughs> I, I think what everyone should gather here is that uh, if any other podcasts want to fuck with our podcasts, we'll fuck them up. Come at us, long, bro. As, as long as Below the Belt show isn't involved, we're good. We're good to go. <laughs> as long as Below the Belt show like, involved. We all have primal instincts, guys, and art, art's primal instincts were triggered to be a Papa Bear kind of thing. Yep. So, uh, lesson of this also is make sure you ply me with a bunch of Jameson and then get me going. So, <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about that. <laughs> That's why you have me, Art. That's why you have me. That's right. Yeah. No, Ben is my, my, uh, my life experience stenographer, so <laughs> he's your C three PO. Yeah, that's right. He, that's right. He's he's following behind and recording everything. Can I be your R two D two? Wiped. <laughs> that means yes. Oh, there it is. I enjoy telling that Big story. Thank right. you for that. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that was fun. Wow, that was fun. Yeah. Is it my turn? I think so. You guys got anything you want to plug, Ben? Al? I always have things to plug, guys. Al, Al plug, <laughs> plug away. I, We're not talking well, about your our... sex life, buddy. Oh, I get it. That was the sex thing. I get it. It was because we can't ever go an episode without. Well, uh, it is a martial don't do arts. It. Don't do it. Episode. No, you haven't done it all, all episode. Don't, plug do it. don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I got, don't I do got an action. Go ahead, Al. Go what ahead, Al. Doing I, Step, bro. Uh, oh, God. Oh, oh, I'm below fuck. the belt show. Let this go. Art, I got uh, an actor out. from Cobra Kai. That will be our special guest for our show next week. And um, I guess I can mention who it is. It's Owen, who plays Bert. Uh, he was one of the uh, Miyagi-Do kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bert. Yeah. This episode airs on the 17th <laughs> of January. So, yeah, this will be after. Yeah, it could work out around the same because uh, I think we have our yeah. show on the 12th. But nonetheless, that could be added out. But uh, yes, cool story, I'm bro. coming on Below the Belt it won't show. Be. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got Owen who plays Bert. Owen, uh, Owen Morgan. Nice. Ben? Nice. Ben's getting oh, up. He's out doing of his a martial chair. arts presentation. Ben is now. I will be happy to to narrate. Frame. So he's walking up. He's kicking. He's punching. He's going. He's punching. He's jumping around like like he's on. Like, oh, he just did some sort of business, and then he just saluted us and he walked off. Frame. Oh, wait, that that's mic drop. That's a karate mic drop. That right is there. a karate mic drop. That is. If I still had my song, I would play it. Oh, look at that! I do have my song. Oh. Yes, I All wish right, we had, had that. Talk us out of here. <laughs> Thanks to our guest, Al, from Below the Belt Show. And uh, check it out. And uh, Ben, that super cool guy from our show. Uh, I will forward you all requests for bodyguards, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash that was disappointing to become a member of the disappointed. Leave us a question to ask on air and stay tuned for other goodies as well. Thank you to all who contributed to the That Was Disappointing Fund to help kids who only got an Xbox Series S for Christmas but wanted an Xbox Series X. We've made a lot of kids happy with better graphics and faster load times. And I, for one, love my Xbox Series S. 
good X. Good on you, disappointed nation. Uh, you can find us at thatwasdisappointing.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. And on a more serious note, recently I got a message from a longtime listener and a loyal fan. Uh, they have lost a close loved one, and I just wanted to say that Lex, Art, and myself, and the disappointed family are grieving with them. Uh, we send our condolences, and uh, we love you, Jay. Love you, Jay. Sorry, love man. You, Jay, love man. You, Jay. Stay strong. Bye, Lex Duckett. Prayers. Play us out. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. Hard to cheer. No use head for something other than target.